everybody, Sean Sewell with the Engagement.com podcast. I'm live up here in Boulder with my man Jordan Larson of Karen Guides. Jordan's a fascinating young man, got background in psychology. Uh, with Karen Guides, they have an app, a website, and they offer outdoor hiking, trail running, and yoga. Um, and he has a lot to share about therapy and uh, mental health in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. So thanks for being on the show, Jordan. Thanks for having me, Sean. My pleasure. So uh, you grew up in Illinois, and um, you were fascinated with... Um, science and research yeah well that happened later on kind of as like a teenager Mm -hmm. um initially i was kind of just like very like i don't know what i want to do i had kind of like a (laughs) really really creative brain like my head would go all over the place but eventually kind of fell more into kind of like uh music psychology the brain science all kinds of different stuff like that so yeah it was it it took me a little while but um yeah about i think the age of like 16 i started kind of realizing there's a lot of really cool stuff out there I should probably learn something <laughs> oh for sure well that's actually a really cool topic how did you find about music in therapy and mental health um so it was more of a focus truthfully on like the the neuroscience behind music because mm-hmm. it was kind of at the time there wasn't a whole lot written about it but there was like this fascinating thing about you know like people obviously enjoy various genres of music and you know some people they kind of get that chill up their spine you know what I mean when they hear that chord in a song or you know that lyric or whatever it is Um, and I just kind of wanted to figure out what that was it was this very like you know like um, I don't know nebulous thing the more I got into research the more I realized you got to ask questions it's Mm -hmm. not so much like you know type of thing so um, getting more experience and more exposure into like research and science and stuff like that made me realize that I needed to kind of put a little bit more together before I could like you know, be a professor or get a PhD or something like that in that. But uh, I just read some books on, like, you know, psychology of music and just was really interested in, like, kind of how, you know, music can, like, calm people down. It can mm-hmm. also amp them up. Like, how it can basically influence our, like, thoughts or behaviors. Well, I know we didn't plan on talking about this, but I'd like to talk about that <laughs> a little more. That's, that's fine. I'm, I'm an open book, man. Perfect. Well, um, I was a DJ for about 20 years, and I, I uh, love Baroque music, too. Nice. So I love, you know, if I don't get goosebumps when I hear music, then I don't care much for it so I get that almost daily probably so yeah get that correlation like you mentioned the uh, neural pathways and uh-huh. creating music or appreciating music and, and it also varies from like day to day you know what mm-hmm. I mean like some days I guess so I can speak for myself I won't speak for how everybody is but I mean I think a lot of times people depending on kind of like where their headspace is at mm-hmm. their mood and stuff like that can influence their mood choices more so than their mood choices influence or music choices music choices mm-hmm. yeah um, so I don't know that was kind of an interesting thing that just through the years I've started to notice about myself yeah um, is that you know because I when people ask me what kind of music I like I'm just kind of like well like anything Depends. anything <laughs> from like Green Sky Bluegrass the Steel Drivers to like Tupac and Juicy J I kind of sure. hit, hit a spectrum yeah um, because on any given day it could be something else so um, I totally get that you know I think you, you nail on the head about the music and the mood and application like um, I had a death metal band in, in high school. So it's a very unique genre of music, yeah. and it creates different, I think, ripples of people's emotions mm-hmm. and that aggressiveness. And then to calm it down, we listen to a lot of classical, yeah. and Baroque especially. Yeah, I remember, you know, like as a kid, I remember my, my older brother did like that classic project where, you know, you have a plant in one room, another room, and you expose it to music. Oh, sure. And um, when I was in high school, I did a different kind of thing like that, but I had people run. Um, and some listened to music, some did not. Again, my research skills at the time were not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they eventually 
came to be. Uh, but we found that people listen to music, you know, they tend to run a little bit faster. Um, we didn't have like a control for what kind of music. It was just any kind of music. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was one of those things you look back and you learn from, which was which was good. But um, yeah, it's kind of fascinating how it can control like our heart rate, our moods. Oh, for sure. Um, all, all kinds of different stuff. And I mean, like even working at the hospital, I mean, like music was one of like the number one uh, things that you know if somebody was having like a tough day or they were mm-hmm. like really escalated like that's something that we as like you know people regardless of our like background experience or like what have you we all can like somewhat like relate to and we can identify like what's more of like an upbeat thing what's more of like a calming chill thing mm-hmm. and you know but th- there's also like unique preferences for like lyrics versus just instrumentals like there's all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff that, that that's a fun topic right there my wife loves lyrics and I couldn't care less about lyrics I like the music and the composition <laughs> So what's the what's the correlation you found with that? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say necessarily that there's like a correlation. Like I think it's really just uh like I don't know, like there's some patients that like, you know, they, they hear like that song, like that's mm-hmm. their song and or that artist and that really like speaks to them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they just really vibe with them or they just really feel they can really relate. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas uh, with the the tones and the instruments and stuff like that, that more so can like set out just kind of like a an energy for yeah. them, and they can relate to that. So I I think really what it kind of comes down to is how they relate to the music, whether it be due to the energy level mm-hmm. or like the actual like lyrical composition. But um, it, it's a case by case thing. Yeah, to each their own, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so uh, I can't say that there's like a correlation. Uh, but that was I was stretching right there. I was trying to find something. <laughs> Because as a DJ, I, I, you know, it's my job to create mm-hmm. uh, an energy source yeah. for the evening. Uh-huh. And it would be from like 9 until 1, and then I would go do it at a different venue from, say, 2 to 5. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine people from 2 to 5 running different Yeah, venues. you got you to gotta pace that the right way. You do. Mm-hmm. I found like 130 to 133 BPM for dance music. I could make people dance all night long, yeah. depending also what other things are on besides alcohol. Yeah. It would change if I go for jungle or drum and bass yep. or, absolutely. you know, it's absolutely case-by-case situation like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a fun segue. I like how we started this. <laughs> <laughs> Real stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, so Karen Guides. Well, first off, um, can you explain what a Karen is to the listeners? Yeah. So a Karen is those um, those big stacks of rocks um, that you see typically in kind of like uh, higher elevations because, you know, you get to a point where it's nothing but rocks up there. Yes. And so, you know, the trail can become very, you know, ambiguous and mm-hmm. Which way do I go? Well, yeah. they create those big stacks of rocks um, to help kind of like guide people to the, to the top, essentially. And um, the name Karen Guides was one of those things, literally uh-huh. just sitting on a couch and just kind of put two and two together. It was like, we can roll with that. Oh, <laughs> we can well, see. It's great. It's a double entendre for you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it also sounds like caring. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some people mispronounce it and they like add like, an, like a Karen yep. like type of thing to it, but it's just Karen. Yeah. Um, so, but it, yeah, it was kind of like a play on words and we're like, it's the type of thing that we feel like is potentially like brandable so it's not just like you know like Colorado guides or something like that and so because ultimately like the whole the big idea is this that we is that we do create like a large network of not only guides but like a community of people that like you know whether they go to California or Sweden Mm -hmm. or like whatever like Karen guide is essentially like the, the what pops in their head when they're like hey I'm in this like really adventurous place I wonder what there is to do here rather than scrolling through the encyclopedia of trails and everything like that you can just connect with a person and you can just like I mean today I posted a thing on our social media that was like explore more stress less 
Yeah. We, we try to make it as simple as you just show up, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a lot easier to talk to somebody over the phone about kind of like, what gear do I need? What's the trails like? Mm -hmm. um, any you know any special request like some people come out and they're like hey like I kind of have this respiratory issue like is that going to be a problem at this elevation and you know being able to talk with somebody and really game plan for something like that just ahead of time makes it so much more fun when you're out there you're not running into that like oh this was an awful experience I, ha I mean like everybody yes. has that one story mm -hmm. where they you know went out did that trail or did that climb or whatever and they were like it was not what I was expecting yep. and so Karen guides try to kind of like fill that void by really being like a resource to people because mm -hmm. like there's times where people are like hey like I'm here like I hike all the time and everything like that but I just see there's a lot of hikes in like Boulder or whatever mm -hmm. like do you have any recommendations and we can just as easily give them a recommendation and they do this stuff on their own like they don't always have to necessarily go hiking with us as much as we would prefer that sure but if we can at least be a resource to make sure that they're safe they're prepared they know what they're getting into like that's that's a win in my book I like that a lot well, I, have, I have two follow-up questions for you so I do like and I respect that you'd like to be a respected authoritarian figure in this realm so people can come to you for advice whether yeah. it's in person or you're helping them find uh, the right path to go on literally yeah. but also I like that you guys are gonna sounds like brand and create a network of people that would be trustworthy mm -hmm. and meet your criteria as far as guiding yeah because I mean like I've um, a few different things on that like I mean I I've gone to places before like like in Montana I was like dude there's so much out here mm -hmm. but I literally have nowhere to start and right. or I don't know where to start plus it would be really cool if I could just like go outside with like a local person that knows the area then I can like pick their brain about like local shops mm -hmm. or you know other places to go in the area rather than like I said like scrolling through Yelp you know spending a whole bunch of time on your phone or what like if you can just talk to a person mm -hmm. like that to me just really expedites that process because a lot of the people that we do connect with are you know like visiting the the area and they're not necessarily local people but we have also you know gone out with local people um, but having those people that have maybe either never been to the mountains never been to Colorado and helping build like a really firm foundation so that they're not doing silly things like wandering off trail or you know destroying the the, the landscape or yes. anything like that mm -hmm. and being kind of like a I don't like to use the word gate because that's a little authoritarian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we're the iron shield. Mm -hmm. um, but at least being some type of like resource where we can kind of correct or at least educate those kinds of decisions so they don't continue to you know like impact or negatively impact like the the, the environment. Oh sure, give them best practices and yeah. help them on yeah. that. Because a lot of that stuff like you know is kind of some of that common sense. Um, you know, like don't walk off the trail. Like mm -hmm. you know, don't take plants don't bother animals don't you know stuff it's like so that simple to you and me. a lot of it's really simple but sometimes people get in a situation and i've seen this where like they come upon like a chipmunk and they're like oh my god that's adorable let's give mm -hmm. it a peanut it's like no yeah. <laughs> let's not yeah. um that's not part of their daily diet that's that's not part of the diet <laughs> yeah and so just like little stuff like that to be there to kind of like not only like not to be like lay the hammer down but more so to like educate like yes. this is why we don't do that because mm -hmm. sometimes people like read through like pamphlets or they'll go online or something like that and there is like a list of rules and everything sure. like that and you know it, some people I've seen like nobody's looking nobody knows mm -hmm. whereas if we're out there helping whether it be like you know like the open space folks or park rangers or you know what have you like I figure you know putting a little bit more of that control back into the, the community's hands is also beneficial because it shows we you know care about our backyard 
start, essentially. Yeah. We have a whole lot of people um, coming out to Colorado and stuff like that. And if we can help, you know, mitigate the impact of that large surge, like I, you know, a lot of that stuff to me feels like a win. Oh, I, um, I agree with you. My wife and I are in the mountains at least once a week. Personally, me and my dogs are up there two, three times a week. And I've definitely seen over the last few years yeah. more and more people, especially from out of state. And maybe they're either uh, naive, or maybe they don't know, or maybe they're ignorant. I don't care, but they, yeah, you know, yeah. I've seen fires last last week up in Clear Creek County, and there's yeah. a fire ban, and I'm right. like, who who are you people, and why are you doing this? Right, yeah, exactly, and so like I, I feel like you know by like connecting with like a Karen guide, like it it, it provides kind of like a dynamic outdoor experience mm -hmm. to where hopefully because our goal too is to like hook people on the outdoors mm -hmm. so that like you know they can go out and continue to do this stuff on the, their own because you know we tapped on a little bit but there's so many like both physical and mental health benefits to getting outdoors to the yes. point where it's like we feel like that could be a really big like public health initiative to where we're getting we're just we're getting that um hype i guess around mm -hmm. like going outside um and it's not to go out and be like a boy scout and learn how to tie 15 different knots mm -hmm. or do anything like that it's like hey you get to hang out with some cool people you get to the lay of the land you get to spend time outside and see some dope stuff like yes if you don't like that well then i'm sorry don't know how to help you. <laughs> i don't know how to help you yeah maybe, maybe you should move to like kansas or something not <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm with you on that i mean I, I know from my background in health and fitness, getting my people I work with, my students, and my clients outside is like one of my great joys. Seeing them appreciate it on whatever level it is, whether it's yeah. a, 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 a mild walk around a lake or whether it is backcountry skiing. Yeah. You know, it is nature, I think it's therapeutic by itself. Exactly. But yeah, just get somebody in there so they can be present and appreciate it mm -hmm. can yeah. do and, wonders. And then when you throw on top of it, the, like the, the physical exercise, oh, yes. it just, it, to me, it's like a home run. Absolutely. Um, yes. You know, because um, like, you know, I told you uh, before, like, you know, I did research at the University of Wisconsin and we studied the, the prevention of Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. We focused on lifestyle factors and how to prevent it versus like, okay, Treat. we're in like, you know, what they call stage four, yes. right? Um, to where it's like, and, and that can apply to all sorts of different illnesses, but rather than kind of like reacting to something appearing, working more kind of ahead of it, like whether you have like, you know, you're predisposed to like heart disease, diabetes, mm -hmm. depression, anxiety, like all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not to say that like, you know, okay, if you go outside two, three times a month, you're not going to develop diabetes. Well, if your diet doesn't change mm -hmm. or the genetics are there, like it's there. Right. Um, but if you, you know, kind of put some of this work ahead of time in, you, you can at least mitigate symptoms. You can manage stress a lot better. There's just a lot of benefits, like you said, to just being outdoors. And mm -hmm. when you throw exercise on top of it, it's just, I mean, it, it's one of those things that's just kind of like so obvious that you're like, why isn't there like well, yeah, it's simple <laughs> more around to us. this? It's, it's too simple. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and, the, and it's synergistic, the combination too. It's beautiful. I mean, to, to add to your point, uh, my whole family was morbidly obese and diabetic. And my father had Alzheimer's, all these things. And a lot of it, in my opinion, was, you know, lifestyle choices. Yeah. And so, you know, as, as a caretaker before they all passed. And so it gave me a strong... Um, passion to go into health and fitness to help other people yeah. too. So that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I get to work with a lot of people who are going from I don't want to say couch to marathon but couch to a new lifestyle. Yeah. So it gives me an extra little boost to help them. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, not to talk just about me but um, the other cool thing about kind of like what we do is we really like we craft or adventures for people sure. which 
honestly is pretty fun from the guide's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we really try to get a feel for like, like you know, what are you interested? Like, what are you doing this for? What mm-hmm. makes you want to go out in the woods with a stranger? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but because for some people they're just like, oh, you know, I'm out in Colorado. I want to see those views, and it's like, sweet, like we can deliver on that. Other people, it's like, you know, like I just kind of hit this like rut in my life. Mm-hmm. I just got out of a divorce. Like I just need to accomplish something, or I need to try. Like you know, I just set out. I want to hike a mountain or something like sure. that and being able to like facilitate that and see how empowering and how that helps people like overcome whatever it is mm-hmm. is such a cool thing so like you know putting you know our expertise to to the test essentially when someone says i want to do x y and z and being like here's your options like we yeah. can do that you know what i mean and then being able to capitalize on that is like so cool because then they're a lot more likely to come back exactly because it's a lot more personalized and we're not trying to fit everybody in a box because a lot of what i hear from folks whether it's um outdoor type of stuff or actually like in like treatment centers and stuff like that sometimes there's this like one size fits all approach mm-hmm. or you know there's there's some wiggle room there but essentially approaching a lot of the same a lot of patients the same way which mm-hmm. isn't you know that that doesn't work yeah you know that, that that's not how the society we live in people are way too dynamic and so by really curating these things towards the individuals or like the group or whatever that makes it much more memorable and personal to them you mm-hmm. know it's not like hey I've, I've done this hike literally 500 times and i'm telling you the exact same things i told the last group it's like we're taking each person and each individual group is it like a brand new group that we've never met before we're getting to know them and we're really trying to make this like all about them that's that's beautiful well speaking of how do people find you how do they hire you yeah so we kind of have uh two i guess technically we have like some stuff on social media which i haven't really had any success with yeah but um primarily two ways we we have our website you know karenguides.com where people can contact our guides and um, start to communicate with them just like they would on the app Um, and they can book through that Uh, but we're really trying to create a lot more awareness around is our mobile app Mm -hmm. um I, I started this whole idea because I started doing Airbnb experiences and kind of felt like I was in a box. I was like, I can only do this. And I was like, wait a minute, like there's got to be more. So we developed this app that I hate comparing to this, but this mm-hmm. is like the easiest kind of like thing that people can like relate to these days is it's a lot like Uber mm-hmm. where you pick your activity, whether it's like hiking, outdoor yoga, snowshoeing, what have you. And then a map pops up and on that map, you can click on guides. You can see their profile. You can message them. You can book them. You can look at the reviews. We tried to make it just super simple. Like we're not one of those like this is all the bells and whistles type of thing. Like we just wanted it to be like really simple. So you're spending less time on your phone, more time, you know, outside. Oh, I dig that um, too. So yeah, so our app is, is really what we're trying to push people towards utilizing. Um, but we also understand it's got a little ways to go. Um, but I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, Apps are not easy to make. No, <laughs> no they are not. I, I made this one is, six years ago. And yeah. I, it, it, yeah, I gave up on that after about a year of that. Really? I yeah. say it's it's one of those things that I, I like know that the, the potential's there and mm-hmm. it's just like one of those we, we have like a grow slow mentality and mm-hmm. so we're just like being patient with it. It's like, yeah, that would be really cool if we had X, Y, and Z, but right now we have this and yes. let's let's work with this. Well I think you nailed it, like keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. So user friendly, so three clicks or less yeah. and you're on a trip. Yep. Exactly. Well, I dig it. Exactly. So, again, I mean, it just goes back to, you know, we, we found that you can develop things a lot more accurately and people can get what they want if you just, if you just, like, message me, like, 
Hey, gonna be in Boulder September 24th, uh, mm-hmm. hiking with like uh, two other people. Contact me at this. You do that, I call you, we communicate, you book, like we're off. You know what nice. I mean? It's w- w- when it's that simple and mm-hmm. we can like curate it like that. Because a lot of stuff these days is through like email chats and th- those are like totally fine. Yeah. But I've just found it's a lot easier to also address some of their anxieties. Um, because over email, y- you know, sometimes it's really hard to, I'm nervous about these 15 things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? When really it could just be one thing that's kind of also feeding into that. But um, by just getting somebody on the phone and being able to talk about like, you know, do you have any questions? Like mm-hmm. anything at all. Like there's n- like, you know, really try to ease that. Cause I think there's a little bit of a, um, intimidation factor when mm-hmm. it does come to like mountains and oh, um, sure. the outdoor world and stuff like that. And so we're t- really trying to kind of remove some of that to where it's like much more approachable, much more accessible, um, cost effective too. Yeah. Um, you know, those are basically the, the, cost and access are kind of like the two biggest obstacles for like the demographics that we're trying to really target yes and so if we can kind of make it easier to access um professionals essentially um and also for it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg you know what i mean we we anticipate that that'll increase their their uh representation in the outdoor industry i dig it so it sounds like it's easier for people to use the app find the right uh, service. Well, speaking of services, you are for hiking, trail running, and... Outdoor yoga. Outdoor yoga. Yep. Great. Yep. Yep. We don't have any yoga studios. We <laughs> we go outside. Um, and uh, the other cool thing about our guides is that, that I found a difference between kind of like us and a lot of the, I guess, like quote unquote competition, mm-hmm. um, is that we, we go out with every single one of our guides. Like we kind of like drill them on like what's their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody was coming up with you this versus this and really try to make sure that they also have kind of like a personality that's kind of like what we want out there. You can have mm-hmm. all the knowledge in the world, but if you like kind of come off as like <laughs> abrasive or like yeah. a know-it-all and just different stuff like that, like that's not really the vibe that we're trying to put out there. Back to our music chat. Yes. <laughs> like that um but but yeah like we we really try to do because that that um that trust and that mm-hmm. like security uh i guess what do you want bond what do you want to call yeah, that um is like so critical so like you know we could really easily just push out like some survey or some like hey apply to be a karen guide fill out this application and as long as it's good you're good you know yep. what i mean like that and that's not to the T, but that's a lot of kind of what's out there. Whereas we're trying to really vet them very thoroughly. Like, it's not like we have this huge catalog of guides or anything like that, but we do know that the people that we do have available are incredible at what they do. And you vetted them and they're very people. Exactly. That's important. That's yeah. very important. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, they're people that, I mean, me as a founder, not that we're this, like, giant company or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I've personally, like, talked with them, adventured with them, because the phone call component of it, I'm always kind of like, this is to kind of, like, get a feel for you and everything like that. But when we actually, like, go out and we go on an adventure, that's when I really get to know you. And um, I've just found that, that that approach really it just gives you more of a feel for their personality, mm-hmm. their actual knowledge, because you can sit there and look at a resume or, what have you and it can have all the right things that check all the right boxes but you can't really hide that when we're out there you know in the mountains or whatever so oh, exactly it's <laughs> exposing yeah no it's true you know um in any profession you can have people who are extremely overqualified on paper but yep. you get in front of a person and they can't they can't they know how to make the song but they can't play the song yep or if you like kind of throw them a curveball then all of a sudden it throws them off and they yeah. can't they can't uh get it back together yep that's another big thing and, and i think some of that like just 
outlook like really came from working at the hospital because mm-hmm. I mean we got thrown curveballs left and right. Oh, I bet. And the people that were most successful, I found, could kind of like take themselves out of the situation, whatever just happened, mm-hmm. take them out of it, ground themselves, then go back and treat the patients just like any like you know like it's like a reset button type of yeah. thing. Well, your background I think is extremely helpful for you know making the the hiking in the mountains more accessible to people who might be reluctant or nervous to do yeah. it in the first place. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Uh, speaking of your background, you've worked in mental health for for a long time. Mm-hmm. About I think it's about ten years now. Yeah. Yeah. I can do the math, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're experienced. Yeah, yeah. I say I've I've seen my fair share of uh, various facets of mental health. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, do you have people who reach out to you because of that specialty? Um, or would you like people to know about that so they can reach out to you? You know, that? it's it's really interesting because, like, we'll have some people, like, they'll be like, well, are you trying to kind of, like, get people with, like, mental health issues, mm-hmm. like, in, incorporated in this? Or are you trying to kind of, like, advocate for people's mental health? And to me, it, it it's kind of all of that. Like, yeah. you know, like I was saying earlier about the preventative thing, like, everybody, nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's brain is ticking at, you know, 100% and just flawless, everything like that. So mm-hmm. um, we really try to just make it this very inclusive type of thing to where it's like, oh, we only take adolescents. Or oh, we, sure. we only take people who are depressed. Like, we, we want, it, even if you're healthy, it doesn't matter. You know right. what I mean? We're trying to get you outside. So say, you know, because not a lot of people like to say, I have, you know, a mental illness. Sure. There's still a stigma attached to it. Mm -hmm. People are afraid of that. Right. But if we can at least just, like, make it that, like, this isn't about, like, okay, this person's an alcoholic, this person has anxiety. Like, we're not making it about that. It's more about instilling, like, a healthy lifestyle in people Mm -hmm. regardless of that so that they can really um, start doing these types of things. I've had people say, like, you know, in groups before I haven't, you know, I used to hike all the time, but I haven't been out in 15 years. It would be really cool if I could kind of, like, get back into that. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're kind of like a springboard for that. They just need that next step. For other people, you know, they maybe they just, like, move to Denver. They want to get out in the mountains. They see it all the time but have no idea how. Right. We're, we're like, a pretty dynamic... uh, uh, company in mm-hmm. that it, it's, we're not just kind of like we just do this you know I like that. Um, okay. we, we really have like guides that can kind of adapt based on again to what they're interested in seeing experiencing because like the mental health benefits and everything like that is I mean that comes with just being outside and so have, having somebody that can facilitate a really like positive and memorable experience like that's whether it be your self-esteem your thoughts um, your behaviors your lifestyle it can impact a lot of different things without having to run like a formal therapy session or group or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like just being around in that kind of environment can start to kind of make some changes. That's really cool. No, I definitely agree with you. You know, I, I spend a lot of time outside with a lot of people. We, we all go through stuff. And I, one of my mm-hmm. favorite things to do is listen to people. Yeah. Deeply talk about things, especially when we're camping. I take people camping at least once a week. Nice. And year-round, too, which is, I love winter camping. Nice. It's a lot of fun. You know, people like, after the initial facade, like, they open up and things yeah. are fantastic and yeah. a lot I of growth happens. Yeah, it, it's it's super cool too, especially when like, you know, like a lot of times I'm meeting these people for like the first time. We'll, you know, say go for like a hike and everything like that and we get through like that initial like uphill, we made it to the top thing and mm-hmm. it, it's, it kind of works like a bell curve in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of go through the exhaustive process of it you catch the views and on the way down people start to like relax a little bit mm-hmm. and they really can kind of open up to you and I mean 
the conversations that that I've had with people are just like remarkable um, because you just really get to see like the real them you know Mm -hmm. like this isn't some circus act where I'm like you know honking this horn and doing this with whistles and all this like shenanigans it's like no we're just trying to be like real people get you outside provide you some education and provide you a platform where you can actually talk about whatever you want Um, you know and for some people they're really reluctant to do that but like I've found that I don't know if it's because they're tired or what, but sometimes, eventually people do. They just kind of, like, open up. And once they take that initial step and they see that, like, oh, like, I'm not going to get bashed for this mm-hmm. or this isn't awkward or, you know what I mean? Like, that can really start to make some changes in their thoughts about how people feel about them um, or, or just, like, how they can, you know, be vulnerable and just yeah. just different stuff like that. I mean, it, it just happens so naturally out there. Like, it's like we don't have, like, a template by all means or oh, yeah. all right you know <laughs> at, 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 at mile two we're going to talk about yeah. uh cognitive distortion you know it's, yeah. it's not like that like we, it, that's kind of the fun thing about it in groups when i worked at the hospital mm-hmm. they were very shoot from the hip yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like all right this is the general like outline and i can follow that but if like the conversation flows mm-hmm. and this is someone who's been like non-verbal for like a week but all of a sudden they're talking about their feelings or talking about sentences that actually connect we're gonna run with that oh yeah you know what i mean like that's i don't care if they're talking about what they ate for dinner six years ago sure if they're connecting sentences and they're feeling comfortable talking let's go yeah um so a lot of this stuff just happens really organically and it's and it's just really cool to be a part of um just because it's it always catches you off guard like mm-hmm. the, the least the, the the last moment you would expect it all of a sudden somebody's going on about i don't know like their experience with like a, a partner or mm-hmm. um talking about some kind of trauma or i mean they just you know and we, and we don't have to force it no. you know it, which is the other cool thing is because i feel like sometimes when people are in like mental health treatment whether it be like outpatient inpatient mm-hmm. therapy stuff like that there's that okay you were here for your mental health issues let's Mm -hmm. talk um whereas with this it's like we're kicking it outside we're gonna see some dope views Mm -hmm. um i'm just gonna get to know you just as is because i've never met you before and then throughout this process we're probably gonna learn something about one another i dig it well i think in in your your office setting your your mountains right (laughs) it's cool because uh you know say you went to a regular therapy session or we're you know 40 minutes in the therapist is looking at you like okay what's the progress we've made and you know whereas you're actually in a a beautiful city in the first place Mm -hmm. yeah and then if a a breakthrough happens or an epiphany or something happens then it happens exactly double down on it it's funny you mentioned an office so yeah yesterday we had a hike um with this guy and and he calls me and he's like i can't find your office like i'm I'm here but i can't find your office and i was like we're not that cool yet (laughs) (laughs) we're everywhere (laughs) we're yeah we're everywhere but um but yeah, and I've noticed too that um, in the past, I don't, I don't know when it started, but they've started to have some like, I don't know if it's therapists or doctors, but they'll like walk around with them rather than being in the more formal setting, uh, which I think is really cool. We're hoping that this whole like concept and everything like that eventually does lead to like what I call nature prescriptions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when people hear that, they're like, what's a nature prescription? And essentially it's just as if you like went to the doctor, they saw, okay, um, your blood p- pressure is significantly increased over mm-hmm. the past, like, you know, three months or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. we think you need to exercise a little bit more. Um, here's, you know, an age prescription to Karen Guides. Um, you'll want to connect with them for the next, you know, uh, month or so, and we're going to see what, what your blood pressure does. Something yeah. like that. And then on the flip side of, like, the mental illness stuff, like, you know, we noticed your son is starting to experience signs of anxiety or mm-hmm. um, thoughts of suicide or, you know, whatever it may be. 
in being like we would like them to spend more time outside being like a social setting because mm-hmm. um, sometimes you know they isolate and it's really easy to do that so if you you know rather than okay I'm going to therapy or I have to go spend you know at least three days at a behavioral health hospital it's like hey you gotta you know go gotta go climbing mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you get to be around kids your age or you get to go hike with like somebody who you've built some kind of rapport with like that's that's my like dream of how it kind of like works and I like your dream the other real cool thing would be if insurance could could kick the bill um but awesome. that's that's a whole dynamic issue i don't I'm not even prepared to oh sure <laughs> go down no um, i wish they would cover but, that too but that is that that is kind of like the big the big idea and mm-hmm. kind of like what i want to do is kind of create nature prescriptions essentially yeah. for people and be like that company where people can go to trust and know that they're gonna see some because the other thing about when you get into that realm is like outcome uh what do they call it outcome results i don't know insurance companies and yeah. stuff like that are very outcome motivated oriented. yeah oriented and so like you know if they were to say to write this nature prescription what is it we're going to see from this and right. so um there's there's all kinds of like you know things that could come up and be like obstacles and stuff like that but i figure you know like there's countries you know over in like the uk that are doing it and so i was like why can't they um, yeah, why can't we you know my health background too in fitness I like to think of uh, exercise as antidepressant you know like and I've experienced anxiety and depression myself and I know if I don't exercise or don't get outside it exasperates so Mm -hmm. I know for myself and I know from people I care about and people I work with how much it helps especially outside Mm -hmm. so I really for everybody's sake I hope that we can find a way to get nature prescriptions I I hope so too because like I said it's it's just one of those things that's so simple but I feel like part of it like you know we live in kind of like a treatment oriented or Mm -hmm. like a reaction type of society and so having the thought process like how do we prevent this versus how do we treat this it's starting to change quite a bit actually I've kind of started to notice but um, still got a long ways to go but I'm yeah I'm, I'm hoping that the nature prescription thing can kind of be where Karen guides lands and can, can really kind of make a make a big impact on the world so. absolutely well I really hope for your sake and everybody's sake too Jordan that works out um, so Karen guides where are you guys located at currently uh, so we're currently based out of Boulder and we're really trying to work on kind of expanding our services throughout the state of Colorado. Uh, we've been talking with a few guides in a couple different areas like Breckenridge, Grand Junction, Durango, because um, there's, I mean, Colorado has so much cool stuff. Yes. Um, starting here in Boulder, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like where I live and the mountains being right there, it just kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're starting here in Boulder and we're really, we also got a guide up in Fort Collins, but we're, we're really trying to kind of expand through Colorado to kind of really get our you know, gain some traction and um, get some some notoriety and stuff like that. But um, currently, we're just out of here in Boulder, and um, we're hoping that we can really expand our services. So, there's people that are listening that are like really passionate about the outside mental health. Oh yeah, get get a hold of us. Yeah, well, because <laughs> that'll happen pretty quickly here. Yeah, because we because because we, we're really just trying to you know broaden our um, our our. Uh, our add variety to yeah. our services because you know starting with those kind of like lower risk activities like sure. hiking trail running snowshoeing and the outdoor yoga stuff um we just want to start there and mm-hmm. eventually kind of get a little bit more traction and because we would like to start out to get into those other activities like rock climbing mm-hmm. uh whitewater rafting i don't know about that's that's yeah. a little that's a little much but like skiing as well snowboarding mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but uh, we're starting kind of with the more low risk activities and just trying to hopefully things work out be kind of like a worldwide thing um but 
Uh, we also got to get permits and everything like that for people, so we're learning the kind of how to strategize that can for be that. Tricky. You know, yep. uh, we have 17 riders on our team for engagement. We have mm -hmm. like three of them are rock climbing guys, and mm -hmm. two are like backcountry ski guides, yep. and we have a lot of wolfers on the team. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of variety and diversity. Mm -hmm. but you're right. The permits and the legality—that's yep. the tricky yeah. part. Yeah. Because well, the crazy thing is that I've learned over you know the last year is how many. Um, I guess like companies that are out there like not necessarily like within Colorado it's typically like those bigger corporations and mm -hmm. stuff like that are just like not checking to see if people have permits or providing insurance or wow. on stuff like that and so it's like huge risk for not only them but their clients and everything like that and so we're mm -hmm. also trying to kind of like um, make sure that people do this the right way sure you um, want to do the right way because if it doesn't go well yeah it won't go well exactly <laughs> exactly and so that's that's the other thing that we're trying to kind of really strategize on and you know we are kind of looking at more of those um, I don't want to say like tourist areas but areas where they do see a lot of traffic coming like in and out um, like Sunny County and stuff like that yeah exactly like Breckenridge mm -hmm. right now kind of seems like a potential area just because you know we are a small company and mm -hmm. so I can't you know go and drive to Durango or Aspen every other weekend or something yeah. like that and because um, like I said we gotta we gotta vet them and even mm -hmm. though that's kind of like a uh, one-time deal um, we, we still got to kind of be strategic about where we open this up to and everything like that because mm -hmm. we've kicked around all kinds of different ideas how to kind of make it easier on the guides because you know they are independent contractors so they can go that route or they can be subcontractors under us so it mm -hmm. can kind of there's a few different ways that we can really set them up to kind of get the ball rolling it's just kind of us deciding like what's what's the next step cool so we got a lot of opportunities here and I'd be happy to introduce you to anybody you want I, in different counties and different genres and different I would I would absolutely love that because like I said we're we're one of those people that we like I told you we have kind of like a gross low mentality we've advertised mm -hmm. almost entirely like word of mouth yeah um, and so we've been really fortunate running into people that just happen to know other they're like oh like you know like my friend Helen does like yoga like you should meet her she would love this and now we got her as an outdoor yoga guide and nice. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like it's 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 very cool how it just kind of like has organically kind of grown the way we want it to yeah because um, we think about like some other companies and apps and different stuff like it like it like blows up and then it just deflates and yeah. we're not trying to do that um, and so no I, I would love to meet anybody that you know you seem like a incredible dude so well, I, I feel I feel like anybody you you would send our way I would probably trust almost 100% right off the bat so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I dig that Jordan so yeah I, uh, I'm very fortunate to have met a lot of really awesome incredible inspiring people from different backgrounds for a lot of reasons and I'd be happy to introduce you nice I would love that yeah we'll, we'll definitely get on that immediately <laughs> um, well this has been a lot of fun learning about caring guides yeah. and about your goals and, and dreams and I, I'll do anything I can to help support you on this process and uh, so people can find you through the app. Is the app mm -hmm. on the App Store? Yep, it's on the App Store as well as uh, Google Play. You can do, oh, cool. Yep, you can do iPhone or Android. Excellent. Uh, for, for those non-tech people. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, we, we got it on both of those. And yeah, like I said, it, it is in its kind of like primitive form, but mm -hmm. it's like functional and it does what we want it to. If it's on the App um, Store and it works, that thing is all you need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and we're really just trying to like really just trying to make a push for this because like the overall concept is there and mm -hmm. we're just kind of in that kind of like testing phase a little bit to where we're kind of like you know what is it we like we, we don't know what we don't know and mm -hmm. so that's why we, we wanted to first build up our guide catalog so here in boulder we got about 12 guides um in various activities oh, you have 12 guides that's that's cool yeah and so um 
in, well, I should say, I think there's 10 here in Boulder, one in Winter Park, and then one in Fort Collins. She originally was in Denver, but then she mm -hmm. moved to Winter Park. Um, but yeah, we, we have kind of like a you know wide variety of folks, all kinds of backgrounds, and we're just trying to, like I said, make this like a really non-intimidating, mm -hmm. low-cost kind of thing, so that like, you know, for... You know, I hate to pick on Denver, but like mm -hmm. with all the people that are moving there, I would love if people from Denver just like reached out to us. We we're like, hey, I went to Boulder once. It's beautiful. Duh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but like, you know, what what else is there out there? Because a lot of people will go to like Chautauqua Park, and it's sure. like we try to take people to those like those I guess like lesser known areas yeah. or places that they may not otherwise like explore, whether it be by themselves or mm -hmm. stuff like that. So you know, just kind of. You know, developing that community around people that care about a lot of the same things, whether it be guides, clients, what have you. Um, so, yeah. That's really cool. I won't ask you to say where those places are because, I <laughs> <laughs> trust it's, me, I, I know as a backcountry splitboarder, backcountry yeah. skier, I like to know my zones and share with people I care about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of cool zones, a lot mm -hmm. of cool places around yep. here in Colorado, yep. for sure. Um, well, I, I think we could probably talk for another two hours straight, but I'm going to try and keep it efficient <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Karen Guides app on the App Store, Google Play, uh, website as well, yep. I'm sure. Yep, KarenGuides.com. Cool. And on uh, social media? Uh, Karen Guides. Just, just Karen Guides anything, and we're, we're probably going to be the first thing to pop up. I, there's another couple things out there that are just named, like, Karen, yeah. which we were initially kind of, like, concerned about. We're like, oh, wait, like... But um, Karen Guides, uh, specifically, um, we also, like, Karen Outdoor Guides is what we're, like, officially registered as, so there's some stuff out there. But, I mean, oh, if, sure. you just, if you just look up Karen Guides, you'll, you'll find it on Instagram, Facebook, our website, all kinds of stuff. We're, we're slowly creating an uh, um, online presence, as nice. they say. Well, slow and steady is what you want. Yeah. And uh, lastly, how do you spell Karen? I know how to spell that. Yes, uh, it's, it's C-A-I-R-N. Perfect. All right, guys, you heard it. Check out Jordan Larson and Karen Guides. Um, fascinating person. A lot more to him than just this podcast, so check him out. Uh, thanks for checking out the Engagement.com podcast. I'm Sean Sewell, your host. Until next time, guys, take care.